Happy birthday to Don't Bring Up God. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to Don't Bring Up God. Happy birthday to us. Yeah. Yes. Three years today, we've been on the air. Can you believe that? 156 shows. 56. Lawrence Lawrence Taylor's number, 56. But 156 shows. Beautiful. Can you believe that bored guy? All that time. I'm not yawning. This is an occasion. It's a birthday. And all this time, maybe me and the bored guy said two words to each other. Pretty much high and by. That's it. In three years. But nevertheless, I want to thank WAB and Craig Stevens. I want to thank all the listeners and callers, the board guy, the voice guy, and of course all the sponsors. We actually didn't miss one day. That's a beautiful th- thing. Three years straight, we were like a we're like a mailman, a mailman. Yeah, through rain, sleet, and snow. But we didn't go through rain, sleet, or snow. We made it through the liberal-dominated media, the anti-Christian sentiment, through moral decay, and it, and it attempts to destroy the family. And most of all, we made it through a godless society and world. This rendition's a little fruity. You got a better Oh, you're laughing as though it's appropriate? Oh, man. Right away. There's a lot of birthday songs out there that are pretty cool. The Beatles, for one. So many. He plays that one. I think he's mocking me again. Yeah, that's it. I'll take that as a nice, sincere happy birthday from the board guy. Whether he wants me to take it or not. So don't bring up God. We move forward. Yes, we move forward. Sometimes fast like a jet plane. Other times as slow as a dog sled up a a steep Alaskan hill. Carrying a piano, no less. But thank you, all of us. And you, especially. I think God is smiling down on us. I I, I think he is. So three years today, the big three. The big three, like the three wise men, the three stooges, and like also, three times a lady, and I love you. How's that board guy? Yeah, you're smiling a little bit like, wow, Robert's got a voice on him. Yeah, that's by Lionel Richie, three times a lady. That's it. And, and what's with the title? And what's with the song there? Let's listen a little bit. You've given me That's how delicate he is. The memories are all in my mind. Three times a lady. What does that actually mean? And now uh, we've come to the end of our rainbow. rainbow. There's something Here we go. Three times a board guy. You're. You won't 
quite sensitive, but I'm not sure what three times a lady means. What does that mean? Nowadays, I guess it's possible with this sex change operation stuff, I suppose you can go back and forth. Like, you could start out a lady, turn into a man, go back to a lady, man, lady. You know, you keep changing your mind, having these sex changes. I guess that way, you can be three times a lady. That's the only thing I can see here. And Lionel Richie, as we talked about before, good singer, and he's got that big mouth on him. Good singers always have big mouths, just like tennis players have big forearms. A big mouth, uh, big lips, big teeth, big tongue, big everything in there, big vocal cords. That's why he sings so nice. Yeah. Of course, he was with the Commodores, and every time I got to mention the Commodores, I got to mention Brick House. Beautiful song. I don't think he actually sang that, but when he was with the why why the board guy gave me a look? He didn't sing that one, but the Commodores did, right? While he was a member. Yeah, I got it right. Why are you jumping on me? But that Brickhouse song is the best. Such an upbeat song. And it never fails to get you up and going. Instead of those electric paddles the doctors use when you're laying there in a coma, just play that song, Brickhouse. Yeah, that song, you'll be laying there, oh, man, what is that? That's my song. Oh, I love that song. I got to get up and dance. And you'll get up. It'll work better than the paddles. But anyway, number three, number three, three years that Don't Bring Up God has been here on the great WAEB. The number three is in the Bible, plenty and plenty of times. Like the number seven, for instance, the number 40. Do these numbers bear any kind of significance? Do you think? They're used a lot. I believe they do. Like the number three. The number three basically designates divine perfection, wholeness, completion, fulfillment. Like the Trinity, which includes God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. All in one true and only God. As the book says, I am the Lord thy God. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. And like us having three parts... Spirit, soul, and body. The spirit is our connection and communication with God. It controls and steers our soul, which is our thoughts, character, emotions, and behavior. Also controls our body, which is, of course, our five senses of sight, hearing, smelling, tasting, and touch. I think the board guy has maybe six or seven senses back there. He's always on top of his game so much. Water also has three parts, solid, liquid, and gas, as we know, the number three, the big three, along with the atom. little science for you there, for our science fans and listeners. The makeup of of all matter is an atom, and it's comprised of the neutron, the proton, and the electron. And don't pretend to know and understand that atom configuration. And what these elements do and don't do. Don't pretend. I don't know. The board guy definitely doesn't know. And you don't know either. It's an atom. Whatever that is. You need to be a real scientist with 12 years of grad school to understand it. I mean, as far as, far as I'm concerned, pretty much the electron is, some, is maybe the electricity component. Uh, neutron. Well, that's, that's the cartoon component with Jimmy Neutron. That cartoon with the guy with the big head. And the proton, that's pretty much short for protein, I think it is. Yeah. You know, you got to eat a lot of 
cheese, eggs, and meat for good muscle development. Yeah, protein. That's always good. Queen's Nutritional Products is all about one thing. Clean, healthy, natural living. Take advantage of Queen's full assortment of organic, vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free products. Everything from vitamins, herbs, grains, and raw honey to skin, hair, and beauty enhancers designed to slow down the aging process. Queen's also has pet products without all the harmful artificial ingredients and chemicals. Queen's Nutritional Products is located at 1450 Pennsylvania Avenue, right on the border of Allentown and Bethlehem. Visit their website at queensnutrition.net. Their phone is 610-691-6644. And for you sports nutritionists, there's no better place than Queens. With 40 years of experience, they will absolutely fuel your fire. Queens, a family business, is also a wholesale business specializing in dried fruits and nuts, roasted fresh right on the premises. So that's Queens Nutritional Products, open seven days a week. What can you get at King Cone? How about everything? We have Nelson's and Livy's ice cream, homemade waffle cones, ice cream cakes, banana splits, milkshakes, and plenty of indoor seating. Come drop by and treat yourself, family, and friends at King Cone. Doors open at 12 noon, seven days a week. That's King Cone at the corner of MacArthur Road and Route 329 in Whitehall. Call at 610-261-1935. You need to see it to believe it. Relic Hunter Firing Line has a new awesome 12-lane indoor gun range, rentals, and the largest selection of firearms for purchase. Also available are training classes for both men and women, along with several membership plans to suit your specific needs. Relic Hunter Firing Line is located off Route 145 in North Whitehall. Give them a call at 610-440-1911. Their friendly and helpful service is available to you seven days a week as Relic Hunter Firing Line opens every day at 10 a.m. And if you're looking to purchase firearms, you can actually try before you buy. Shoot the gun first in the 12-lane indoor range and then decide. So that's Relic Hunter Firing Line off Route 145 in North Whitehall. Their phone is 610-440-1911. Or visit them at their website, relichunter.com. Tell them Robert from Don't Bring Up God sent you. Okay, let's see what we learned so far, shall we? Don't Bring Up God is a radio show hosted by Robert with his sometime friend and nemesis, I can't tell which, the bored guy. It airs every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 on WAEB 790 AM. Don't Bring Up God is a live call-in show at 610-720-7900, where you can give comments of intelligence, wisdom, stupidity, ridiculousness, or even insanity. Now that's what real freedom is all about. We play no favorites here. Come one and all. Except maybe for you, listening at the kitchen table, unshaven, in your polka dot underwear. You, maybe we can do without. We've also learned we can agree and disagree with the content of God in the Bible without wishing hell upon each other. So let's keep this locomotive radio show going. Woo-woo! And call 610-720-7900. Yes, three years today, Don't Bring Up God has been on the air. It's a beautiful thing. We're talking about the number three, the magic number three. The apostles and Paul studied and trained for three years before preaching to the entire world. The book says, go into the whole world and proclaim the good news to all creation. You know, it took time first 
to follow and learn about Jesus before they actually went out and preached. I mean, they had to know the ropes. They had to be fully prepared for the task at hand, knowing the ropes. Like like Muhammad Ali, especially when he uh, fought Foreman. He was accused of loosening those ropes. They were like really loose. They were like rubber bands. He could lean back on them to the concession stands to avoid getting hit and blocking his punches. Maybe a little bit of foul play there. You never know. So God's plan for our life always, always, and I'm going to keep saying always until my frame of mind comes back, is enacted at the proper time. There you go. You see that pause there? It's just like a mental block. Eep! No, no brain power. No words coming through the vocal cords out the mouth. Just frozen. That's a weird thing that happens to you, isn't it? When 50 and older. God's plan for our life always enacts at the proper time. That was the proper diction and presentation of that sentence. And it enacts at the proper time, not one second before or after. Now, Paul was struck down on the road to Damascus, as we know. And he was blind for three days. And then he switched from imprisoning Christians to then spreading the word of God. But that didn't happen immediately. Again, there was three years of study, studying and learning on Paul's part before he started to spread the word of God. It had to take place first, the learning and the studying and the preparation. Then, and only then, did Paul become God's basically right-hand man. The book says, this man is the instrument I have chosen to bring my name to the Gentiles. Instrument. Now, what instrument would you like to be? Not to play, but actually be an instrument. My favorite would be the trombone or the tuba. Yeah, you watch football games at halftime, they, they, the band plays, you see the people playing tubas, and it occurs to me that pet owners look like their pets. You've seen that, right? Sometimes I think that applies to playing an instrument. You watch those guys playing the tuba in the band, they kind of are as big as a tuba, aren't they? Is that just my imagination? You look like your instrument, just like your pet. So let's not demand things to happen in our lives now, right away. And yes, we still continue to pray and ask God for things for sure. Just don't expect to receive it immediately, that night, tomorrow. Every time the phone rings, oh, that's it, that's it, here we go. Just relax, take it easy. God always answers our prayers one way or the other. He says yes, no, or not yet. One of those three. So be the P word. Be patient. So more number threes in the Bible. You got Jonah. Jonah was in the belly three days and three nights inside a whale's belly. And that sounds disastrous, but really, I think that whale saved his life. Jonah was in the middle of the sea, doomed to die. I still don't know if he could swim or not. And the whale gulped him down basically saved his life. And isn't that how it is? Sometimes what seems to be bad is actually good, and what seems to be good is actually bad. 
Now, how do we tell the difference sometimes? Distinguish between good and bad. What direction do we take? We don't know sometimes, especially when you're a godless person living in this insane world. So what, so what is the whale in your life that looks bad but is really helpful? Like in Jonah's situation, the book says, The water swirled about me, threatening my life. The abyss enveloped me. Seaweed clung about my head. Eh, and the whale came and saved them. Imagine that. So we really don't know what's going on in our lives, good or bad or indifferent, sometimes until we look back in hindsight. Then it all becomes clear to us. We say to ourselves, oh, is that why that happened? Oh, now I get it. Just like this call. Who's this? Who do you think it is, Robert? I have no idea except Barry. Yep, you got it. How'd you guess? What's up? Now you're talking about numbers today. The ultimate uh, number of the universe is number nine. You know the trip at number nine? When you say the number nine, I think a nine ball in uh, playing pool. When you play nine ball? Well, you take you multiply nine times any number, and you add the final digits of the sum, and it always comes back to number nine. For instance, nine times five is what? Forty-five. And what's four plus five? Four plus five is nine. Ooh. What's, okay, what's, uh, what's nine times eight? Seventy-two? And what's what, seven what, plus two? question? Well, that's interesting. What's with all that? And what does that mean, I wonder? Well, I'm just saying, it, it reciprocates, and that, that's the ultimate number of the universe. So you can take that nine, you can do it times 123, any, any number you want to do it. Bye. It always comes back to number nine. And there's so many math tricks like that uh-huh. in regular math and algebra and so forth. My son, Tyler, growing up, we, we I taught him early, and he would come up with these little tricks of the trade shortcuts, and I said to myself, no, Tyler, you can't do that. And then I thought about it, and I said, oh, my gosh, he was right. He came up with this, the shortcuts and these little things that you're talking about that are very interesting and intriguing, and most people don't pick it up. And the number nine has three threes in it. You're talking about number three. Three, six, nine. Huh. So, you know, there's numerology and everything, you know. Yeah, so, so you believe numbers are a factor in the Bible, and they are significant. It's just not arbitrary. Yeah, true. Uh, he, he loves number seven. You know, God loves number seven. That's his favorite number. Yeah, seven. Completion, you know, uh-huh. creating the the world, resting on the seventh day, all that. Num- number eight is infinity, and then uh, uh, number 11, well, that's that's getting into tarot cards. It's actually an yellow number. Where'd you learn all this number stuff? Yeah. I just learned it over the years. Through the grapevine. Yeah, through the grapevines. All right, interesting. All right, but, uh, have a safe day there, Robert. All right, you take care, number nine. All right, bye-bye. Yeah, the number three is all over the place, and in songs, too, as we re- reminisce to this oldie but goodie years ago. <clears throat> Doing a lot of singing today. Knock three times on the ceiling if you want me. Twice on the pipe. If the answer is no. I think those are the lyrics. Tony Orlando and Dawn. You know, I didn't know why Tony didn't go solo, by the way. He didn't need those two women by his side all the time, providing background and harmonizing stuff every now and then. You can get two chimps to do that. Why did they have? Why did he have them on stage? They didn't do much. Did he need some kind of harem? Uh, some kind of security blanket for them to be on either side. And, and who exactly were those two women with Tony Orlando and Dawn? 
Or were they his cousins or sisters or two high school gym teachers? Who were they? They were pretty much just props, not doing anything. Instead of Tony Orlando and Dawn, it should have been called Tony Orlando and me and nobody else. And why, why share the limelight? <laughs> and, and they're dancing. They didn't even dance much. They just swayed back and forth like drunken sailors. I don't get it. Hey, another big three in the Bible is Peter denying Jesus three times, as we know. And again, three times. Why wasn't it once or twice or four times? It's always three Jesus made it clear, the book says, before the cock crows tonight, you will deny me three times. And Peter, he was one of the main men in the apostlehood of Jesus. Peter, he was a main guy, follower, uh, good friend. But still, he turned on him. Not as much as Judas, but Peter turned on God. Just like our friends nowadays turning on us. Every now and then we look for help and our friends are not there. Where'd they go? And if they are there, they're tripping you up when you're not looking. Or when you're looking. Either way, they can do that too. Now you got to figure, if friends turned on Jesus, then expect some of them to turn on you. But hmm, which one? Which one is going to turn? Hmm. Is it Fred? Is it Frank? Is it Tommy? Is it Mary or Jill? One of them's going to. Percentages say so. Probably the one that pretends to be your friend the most. That's the one that's going to turn. Yeah, according to my calculations. Hey, news alert. Vote for, everybody likes to vote. Vote for Queen's Nutritional Products for the best health food store in the Lehigh Valley. Just Google Morning Call Reader's Choice and cast your vote. Yeah, they're well worth it. Queen's Nutritional Products also has back-to-school sales with their supplements and vitamins. You know, those school lunches, they're no help. You got you to gotta, you gotta give the Flintstone vitamins or whatever they have, those supplements, help them along. Don't depend on those school lunches, those school mushes. But anyway, the vitamins are all 25% off here. Nature's Way, Life Extension, Queens, Herbs of Light, Terry, Terry Naturally, 20% off. And then you got organic stuff, dried pineapple, $3.99, a half pound. Pine nuts, $9.95, a half pound. Popcorn, $3.99 for two pounds. Bing Cherry, $6.95 for a half pound. Then you got specials of raw pecans, $7.99 a pound. And dried cranberries, $4.99 a pound. That's Queen's Nutritional Products. What can you get at King Cone? How about everything? We have Nelson's and Livy's ice cream, homemade waffle cones, ice cream cakes, banana splits, milkshakes, and plenty of indoor seating. Come drop by and treat yourself, family, and friends at King Cone. Doors open at 12 noon, seven days a week. That's King Cone at the corner of MacArthur Road and Route 329 in Whitehall. Call at 610-261-1935. Hey, this is Robert from Don't Bring Up God. I first want to thank Relic Hunter Firing Line for sponsoring our show and believing in what we do. You know, I never thought I would buy a gun, but I did. I walked into Relic Hunter Firing Line knowing nothing about firearms, but that all changed. Relic Hunter Firing Line gave me safety and gun knowledge and taught me gun discipline 
at their on-site training class. I bought a 357 Magnum and now practice at the range all the time with their basic membership plan. Relic Hunter Firing Line is off of 145 in North Whitehall. Their phone number is 610-440-1911. Opening every day at 10. So whether you're a man or a woman, a beginner or longtime gun owner, shoot for hunting or sport, or for home and self-defense, Relic Hunter Firing Line is number one in the Lehigh Valley. See you there. Yeehaw! It's party time with Don't Bring Up God, Sundays 8 to 9 on WAEB. And we need you to show up by calling uh, 610-720-7900. Whether you're eating breakfast or still in bed, getting ready for church or to clean out the garage. Uh, yo, whether you're taking out the dog or just scratching your butt, it don't matter. Tell us what is rolling around inside that big head of yours. Ah, big only because you have so many brains inside. Yeah, that's it. So call us live at 610-720-7900. This is Don't Bring Up God. We're having a birthday today. Three years today that we've been on the air. 156 shows. I want to thank everybody. WAEB, the listeners, the callers, the board guy, the voice guy, and the sponsors, of course. We got a caller. Who's this? Hey, Rob, it's Rob. Hey, Rob, what's up? Hey, your uh, question is the thing with number three. Um, when Christ was, was uh, telling something like, like he uh, said, truly, 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 I tell you, um, the like, first one, you know, it's just, hey, I got to say. The second one, you know, listen up. The last one actually is like, you know, this means something important. What, you're saying truly, truly, truly three times? Is that what you said? Yeah. When, when did he say that? Um, yeah, I truly, 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 I tell you, um, I'll, I think uh, I'll return or something like that. Yeah, well, he doesn't say things by accident. If he repeats things, and if things are repeated in the Bible two, three times and so forth— that that adds importance and emphasis. Well, it's, it's also historical with with, uh, with um, that time period where when they were saying something, it was the first one was just you know had something to say. Second one was you know listen up here. Third one was this is something of importance. It was actually more besides the fact that Christ written in red. Um, it was also meant to. I agree, yeah. The, the three times, however you present it, the number three itself, or repeating three times, it means something. And I'm not sure what sometimes, but it means something. Well, yeah, it's like when we were kids. Usually by the time mom and dad got to the third time, you better be moving, otherwise... Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Anything else you got? No, sir. You have a blessed day. All right, thank you. Yeah, we're talking about the number three, Peter denying Jesus three times. The book says, though all may have their faith in you shaken, Peter says, mine will never be shaken. Really, Pete? Pete, I'm not sure about that. You have a funny way of showing it. Pretty much with friends like you, I don't need enemies, right? Although it's sometimes good to be denied, I must say. 
if I could only deny the board guy these interruptive songs. Three is a magic number. Yes, it is. Who sings that? It's a magic number. Where did you pull this? Somewhere in the ancient mystic trinity, you get three as a magic number. This is a computer-generated voice. The past and the present and the future, faith and hope and charity, the heart and the brain and the body give you three. Is this a Bible lesson or something? As a magic number. It takes three legs to make a tripod or to make a table stand. It takes three wheels to make a vehicle called a tricycle. This is for little kids. Every triangle has three corners. Every triangle has three sides. No right. more, no Schoolhouse less. Rock. You he don't almost have yelled that guess. at me. Maybe you heard his voice when for once, three, you guys. You can see Schoolhouse Rock, okay. Number. It's very effective, I guess. Baby. Right, I'm very annoyed by it. Okay, we got a caller. Who might this be? Hello? Went away. All right, go ahead. Cross me up some more. Anyway, now with that song. <laughs> Pete denied three times as we're talking about. And like I said, sometimes it's not too bad to be denied. Like when you're having a big party late at night, you sneak into the neighbor's pool, and you accidentally break or rip the lining, and all the water comes out of it. And then the cop comes over and catches the, your friend, and they ask him, hey, I know you were with another friend. Who was it? Was it him? Was it Bob? And then the friend says, no, I don't even know him. Just like Peter said. In that case, I wouldn't complain. Covering for me there a little bit. Good boy. Good boy. All right, we got calls. Who's this? NJ. What's up? Hey, um, happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. Three years. Who would have guessed? Before I get to the three, I just wanted to say with birthdays, we can't forget that, um, you know, our first birthday, uh, thank God through our moms, got us here on earth. But the key is the second birthday when we're born again by the Holy Spirit. And who is the better example in Jesus Christ who was the Son of God and became the Son of Man so the Son of Man could become the Son of God? And, and so what's our third birthday then in that line of thinking? I, I, gee, I don't know. I Maybe don't when know, we but, enter but, heaven. Maybe we want to yeah. ever enter heaven and paradise and eternity. Right. Well, as far as the, the three, the uh, and you mentioned some of them. I don't know if you mentioned it, but time, past, present, and future. And then measurement, uh, length, height, and, and depth, width. And, uh, and as far as the three, I can't think of a better one than uh, Jesus when he first came as a baby, the Lamb of God. And then he's going to come in the clouds, and uh, he's going to be our bridegroom, and he's going to rapture us up to heaven, and uh, we'll be experiencing the marriage supper of the Lamb, or the greatest wedding, the wedding of all weddings. And then Jesus, the third time, comes back as the Lion of Judah on horses. We come back with him, his uh, his cheering uh, group, right? And uh, where do we come back to? But to the uh, the Valley of Megiddo, to the greatest battle that ever is going to So the third fought. time Jesus comes back is is basically judgment. When he's going to set up his, uh, his eternal kingdom, right? His millennial rule first, and then the eighth day or eternity. That would be the seventh day, the... Uh, what do you call it, the day of rest, the, the thousand-year rule. But uh, as far as the, the battle, as I 
mentioned, the, uh, the battle will be the Battle of Armageddon in the Valley of Megiddo. And it's interesting because he basically opens his mouth and he destroys, and it's a what? A two million man army. And the idea then, the uh, birds of the air will enjoy what's called the Feast of the Lord. They will enjoy... Well, that's a lot of info from the number three right there. You gave us a mouthful. And there's other numbers in the book, right? Seven and 40. 40. They mentioned 40. Uh, 40's a lot. What's that? The number 40's... The number 40 appears a lot in the Bible. Right. What was the first time when... um, what he called the earth was flood for forty days. It was flooded. Uh, Jesus was in. Well, uh, not to forget David. David, the uh, battle, the uh, Israelite army was reviled uh, or tested for forty days by who? It was uh, Goliath. And of course, Jesus was out in the wilderness. Uh, for 40 days. Yeah, tempted by the devil. Oh, we're going to have to evidently do a whole show on number 40 again. i got to let yeah. you go, NJ. Thank you. God bless. Shalom. God See ya. bless. Thanks. we got a call. Who's this? Oh, hi, Robert. This is Rita from Bethlehem. Hi. How you doing? Good, thank you. Wish you well today. Yes, you too. Um, you were commenting on the Trinity a number of times, and um, I'd like to make some comments on that as well. The um, the Trinities were not in were in worship before even Christianity came to the earth, and the word Trinity is not in the Bible. It did not come into Christian right. uh, worship until 325, when Constantine had had the conference that defined it. There are a number of scriptures that I feel have a bearing on that. First uh, Timothy two five, Jesus said uh, he was the mediator between God and man, and you can't be God and mediator also. Uh, John 5.19, Jesus said, I do nothing of myself, but only what the Father told me. In um, John 20.17, Jesus called the Father his God. So there was a God of Jesus. He did. He excluded himself at that point. So So even though the word Trinity isn't in the Bible, you believe in the Trinity? I do not. Oh, you do not. Because of these other scriptures. Oh, I see. Where, for instance... Jesus calls the Father his God. Uh, Mark 15, he says, where he was on the stake in verse 34, he said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Uh, which I think is interesting. Well, I would he say that? He and, she, and, and he prayed to God <laughs> and so forth. There's a lot of examples of that. Oh, that's yes, interesting. But it also, I think there's a lot of examples also referring, uh, referring Jesus as a God. In the, in the Bible, right? Well, it also refers to Satan as a god, but it never refers to Jesus as the almighty god. It calls him the Lord. Even after he is returned to heaven in 1 Corinthians 15, 24-28, it says God gave him the power to rule, but when all things will have been subjected through his rulership, then he subjects himself and bows down and turns over the kingdom to his father. Well, I got to tell you, um, most religions in Christianity do believe in the in the Trinity, even though it's difficult to understand. I tend yes. to do that. I, I tend to agree also from all that I've read. But there are intricacies that you bring up that get you to think: Are they separate, and, and are they all together? I must say. You know, in, in Psalm 90, uh, by the way, it's, it's the uh, World Council of Churches that religions have to subscribe to. That's part of the Trinity doctrine. But in Psalm 90, <clears throat> it calls God 
he says he is from everlasting to everlasting. But in Revelation 3, 14, Jesus is called um, the beginning of God's creation. Okay, can, so uh, what Jesus faith are you? What faith are you? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Robert. We'll finish your thought. No, it says that Jesus is created there in Revelation because it calls him the first, uh, the, the uh, beginning of God's creation, which means he had a beginning and could not have been from everlasting to everlasting like God. Is Very interesting. To. What faith are you, if I may ask? <laughs> I'm one of Jehovah's Witnesses. What's that? I'm one of Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, you're Jehovah's Witness. Okay, that makes uh-huh. sense. All right, yeah. well, evidently you gave me another topic for the show, uh, the Trinity, the validity of the Trinity. As I said, I believe in the Trinity, and you don't. And, hey, we can discuss that. But, unfortunately, not today. I'm running out of time. You have a good day, Robert. You Thank too. You. Thank you for the Bye call. Bye. Another call. Bye. Who's this? Hello? Hi. What's up? This is Gerard. Hey, Gerard. What's up? Well, listen, just want to let you know, I'm disagree totally with your last caller. Jehovah's Witness is a cult that came up in the 1800s and is an offshoot of Christianity that uh, altered it a lot. Let me just say one thing. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And Jesus is the Word of God. There's a lot of excerpts from the Bible that justify Jesus being a God. And as we all know, there is only one God. So the God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. They are one, yet separate. Okay? Right. The the Trinity is a mystery that most can't understand in this life. But through the Spirit, you know, we accept that as one of God's mysteries. Yes. Interesting. So you're not with uh, the Jehovah Witnesses. Most, most, most. Oh hell no. Most religious, most religions aren't. No, and uh, the same thing with uh, Mormonism, another false religion, let you know to lead people away from uh, the one true faith of faith in the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Huh. I remember investigating that, and like I said, I saw many. Many uh, excerpts that validate the fact that Jesus is definitely God and was there from the very beginning. Absolutely, and there's nothing in the Bible about Satan being a god. He was. Yeah, that's god. A, that was a it new was one god's on me. Greatest angel creation. That's it. Yeah, where did it say that it, Satan was a god? That was that was something. He new. was never. He was God's creation, the, the perfect angel that he made that uh, was jealous. Yeah, his name was Lucifer from the very beginning, uh, and he was an okay angel, and then he turned, but he was never a god. Exactly. All right. All right, I'm going to have to kick you off because I'm going to do one of your commercials right now. Happy birthday. All right, see ya. Hey, Relic Hunter Firing Line in North Whitehall has a special offer going on. You get a free one-month membership with every gun purchase. Relic Hunter Firing Line helps you every step of the way. They also have available on-the-spot training, so you can just snap your fingers, and they'll appear. They'll help you. Whatever you need, they're there. Their web store is relichunterfirearms.com. They have gift certificates always available. And Relic Hunter has been voted the Morning Call's Reader's Choice number 1 gun range in the Lehigh Valley. They're the kings of the court, man. Kings of the court. You'll never find anywhere a more helpful and professional staff 
They help you with all your questions and concern. Relic Hunter Firing Line is open seven days a week. They're open today. Get in there. What are you waiting for? Their number is 610-440-1911. Follow them on Facebook at Relic Hunter, uh, Relic Hunter Firing Line. And remember, their current special offer, you get a free one-month membership with every gun purchase. Got plans this Sunday morning? A new shooter class for beginners. 9 until 11 at Relic Hunter Firing Line in Whitehall. Call the register. Queen's Nutritional Products is all about one thing. Clean, healthy, natural living. Take advantage of Queen's full assortment of organic, vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free products. Everything from vitamins, herbs, grains, and raw honey to skin, hair, and beauty enhancers designed to slow down the aging process. Queen's also has pet products without all the harmful artificial ingredients and chemicals. Queen's Nutritional Products is located at 1450 Pennsylvania Avenue, right on the border of Allentown and Bethlehem. Visit their website at queensnutrition.net. Their phone is 610-691-6644. And for you sports nutritionists, there's no better place than Queens. With 40 years of experience, they will absolutely fuel your fire. Queens, a family business, is also a wholesale business specializing in dried fruits and nuts, roasted fresh right on the premises. So that's Queens Nutritional Products, open seven days a week. Okay. Let's see what we learned so far, shall we? Don't Bring Up God is a radio show hosted by Robert with his sometime friend and nemesis, I can't tell which, the board guy. It airs every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 on WAEB, 790 AM. Don't Bring Up God is a live call-in show at 610-720-7900, where you can give comments of intelligence, wisdom, stupidity, ridiculousness, or even insanity. Now that's what real freedom is all about. We play no favorites here. Come one and all. Except maybe for you, listening at the kitchen table, unshaven, in your polka dot underwear. You, maybe we can do without. We've also learned we can agree and disagree with the content of God in the Bible without wishing hell upon each other. So let's keep this locomotive radio show going. Woo-woo! And call 610-720-7900. We're talking about the number three. The biggest number three in the Bible was that Jesus was raised on the third day. But technically, if you do the math, it doesn't seem like three days, right? Because he died on Friday and rose on Sunday. That's just two days, right? But with Jewish culture being a little bit different, working the calendars and, and the timing of the days being different, it is three days because Jewish days go from sunset to sunset. So to make a long story short, yes, it is. Friday's considered the first day, Saturday the second and Sunday the third. You don't necessarily have the 72 hours. That equals three days. You get three as a magic number. The past and the present and the future. Who's this soft spoken man singing? The heart and the brain and the body give you three. Is this this teaching episode you played earlier? It takes three legs to make a tricycle. It takes me. This guy sounds a little creepy to me. It takes three wheels to make a vehicle called a tricycle. He's laughing hysterically back there. Every triangle has three sides. Every triangle has three sides. No more. Stop this guy out. I had enough. I'd rather listen to my callers. Him and his little... Who's this? Hi, uh, John. This is Rita from Bethlehem. Yes, what's up? You you were asking for that reference where Satan was called a devil, and it's in 1 Corinthians 4.4. 4. I think it's... I'm not sure whether it's 1 or 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. 
but it calls him the god of this system who does a blinding work on people. But he doesn't use the word devil, or, the, or doesn't use the word god. Yes, it's called, he's called the god of this system. All right, we'll I'm going to have to up. check that. Hey, like Thanks. I said, we're going to do a show on this, and we'll we'll iron it out. We'll bang it out. <laughs> you have a good day. I like your comment about those three days. A portion of Friday, all of Saturday, and then a portion of Sunday. Yes. And depending on the, um, th- their day started at 6 p.m. at night. So it lasted right. from 6 p.m. on Friday, and then he died that same day because that was Passover day. Okay, so, so it was three days. o'clock. Yeah. All right, thank you. Bye. We got a call. Who's this? Hello? Hey, on your birthday, I'm disappointed you didn't invite AJ to be back with you. I like AJ. Ah, AJ's in spirit. You like him more than me, don't you, Walt? Say it. Admit it. <laughs> I mean, he's a nice guy. I met him at our get-together. When was it? The last yes. March 18th. We had good chemistry. Yeah, I mean, I like the guy. You know, I mean, naturally, I... You know what I mean? But he was nice to me and very respectful of me. He wasn't... As, I, as act, if I wasn't? As if I'm not? Well, he didn't act holier than thou and whatnot. Like you me? Know what Is that what you're well, saying? Listen, I just want to say I'm a little disappointed wow. in Gerard. Stand by I'm, you giving me a shot. That's what you were accusing me of, right? Wow, the truth comes out. Go ahead. You're entitled well, to your opinion even though it's wrong. Go ahead. I'm a little disappointed in Gerard. I think he's a little being a little uppity and uh, presumptuous, you know, condemning these other uh, calls them cults or sects, the Mormons and uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. I mean, they've been ex- in existence for quite a few years, and you know, how do we know? You know, if uh, we can say that Joseph Smith, uh, you know, uh, in New York State, I guess it was outside of Elmira, that's where Mormonism got started, where you know, he walked out in his in his apple orchard, and all of a sudden, uh, he saw Christ uh, appeared before him. Well, I don't believe I don't believe those well, stories, but I must say well, they are bizarre. But well, Christian, right, Christianity that, is bizarre, also, though. Well, if that you know, if that can happen in the early you know in the early nineteenth century in the early eighteen hundreds, how do we know that the ancient Jews weren't uh, you know uh, didn't have these imaginary uh, uh, you know, apparitions and whatnot. How do we know that the, the Bible isn't based on, uh, you know, on these imaginations or what or, or whatever? Well, you, you decide who you trust and what you believe in. Every man decides for himself. We have the freedom to do that, and some are wrong, and one is right. You got to decide, right? Yeah, and I just want to say, you know, in, in biblical times, there was no concept of of states of matter, solids, liquids, and gases. There was no concept of molecules and atoms. Uh, there was no you know, concept reason, of you either, by the way. Well, did you ever did you ever wonder why they burnt? Why things had to be burned when they offered them to to God? Because they thought that the smoke was releasing the spirit rising to heaven. You know, and in the Bible, uh, the original uh, offering was when Cain and Abel. Uh, both offered burnt sacrifices to God, and uh, Abel's went up, you know, his uh, sacrifice of smoke went up to heaven, and Cain's, uh, the winds came and blew them, you know. Right, so uh, what's your point? Asunder. Well, you know, this was uh, an infantile explanation of, uh, you know, I didn't know that the fire was uh, oxygen combining with uh, 
other materials. They didn't understand uh, oxidation. Well, you, you are correct. There, we do have a choice about what, who and what is infantile. It's either the Bible's rendition of reality or yours. Now, hmm, which and is NJ, infantile and which is not? Well, NJ mentioned clouds. They didn't, you know, the ancients didn't know that clouds were suspensions of uh, ice crystals and water vapor and whatnot. You know, when they looked at the clouds, they imagined pearly gates and Christ was going to come back revealed in a cloud and whatnot. And when they viewed volcanic activity, well, then naturally they they said they imagined, well, there must be a hell below us. And yeah, but, well, you only- act as though we're so smart now compared to people back then. I disagree with that. There are very intelligent, smart people back then as there is today. You can't dismiss. Well, I, you know, we all grew up with the Bible stories. I'm not saying that there's no value in the Bible, but as I have been, you know, as I say, when the Bible was written, there were there were no no instruments of science, no microscopes. Yeah, and no thank God for that. All right, I got to let you go. See ya. Okay. Thanks. Who's up? Go ahead. Hey, morning. I um. Happy birthday and sorry, in terms Joe, of you must have there. something to say about about the devil being a god. What's that all about? Well, I mean, she's right. The devil is called a god with a small g. Uh, he's called he's what? He's called what again? He's called God, the god uh, of this world, the prince and power of the air. He's called a god with a small g, not the capital G god. But um, well, that doesn't uh, prove necessarily. Anything. Right. I mean, I believe in the Trinity. Yes, it's not a word in the Bible. It's a principle taught. Even in Genesis 1-1, the word, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. That word for God is Elohim in Hebrew, and it's a compound unity. Um, and then we see compound unities, like you're describing with three, like, for instance, the evening and the morning were the first day, two parts making up one. So... And there's plenty of verses to prove the Trinity. This is this is what the false teachers do, as Gerard named them. Uh, instead of taking all the verses that prove uh, Christ's deity, they focus on the ones that only uh, address his humanity. So the, the Trinity is one God in three persons, but they have different roles, and there's a hierarchy there. And that's what they focus on, uh, you know, Christ is a subservient, sacrificial Savior. And in order to do that, you you have this hierarchy of the Father, then the Son, then the Holy Spirit. So that's what they focus on. They totally ignore all the other scriptures that prove his deity. And there's plenty um, of them, from the very beginning, absolutely. in Genesis even. Absolutely. It's throughout. In fact, Christ is throughout the whole entire Bible. And why does Christ say, you know, read the scriptures, because in them... They fulfill all things, proving that he is who he is, and they all speak of him. John eight five thirty nine. Uh, there's a bunch of other ones. Why, why? Why would Christ, if he wasn't God, why would he say the entire Bible is written about him? Luke twenty four on the road to Emmaus, when he's talking to the disciples, he, he he's like bringing up the scriptures, because they didn't recognize them, and they were all distraught at his death. Um, but he reminded them, you know, of the, everything that Moses wrote in the Psalms and the prophets, they all testify to me. They're all about me. How could he say that unless he was God? 
I agree. Evidently, we're going to have to do another show on the Trinity. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. I got to let you go. We got a call. Who's this? What's up? Let's go. Run out of time. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. So we've been talking about the number three. Yeah, there's plenty of them. Again, the, the devil tempted Jesus three times in the desert, and then went. Then Jesus went on to proclaim his ministry for three years. Also in the Garden of Gethsemane, apostles fell asleep three times. Jesus died at three o'clock. At three. Evidently at 12 o'clock midnight, he was taken from the garden. And then he had trials through the night. Then he was hung on the cross at 9 a.m. And then he hung there for six hours suffering. I mean, people can hang there for days sometimes. But he hung there for six hours. Then he died at 3, 3 p.m. on Friday. And then from 12 to 3, it became dark, totally dark for three hours once again. So the number three means something. Numbers in the Bible absolutely do mean something. It's just what exactly do they mean? And and there's a lot of descriptions of various numbers, 47 and so forth. Hey, all roads lead back to God. Tyler, we love you. We'll see you again. And around the world. WAEB Allentown. Available anywhere you want to listen on our free iHeartRadio app. Download it now. News Radio 790.